Guys, I have a question that is rooted from a disagreement I had this week. Do you think that you, like if your kid naturally has a fear, do you think it's because they learned it from somewhere or do you think that they can be born with these natural fears and flaws? Because I have very strong opinions about this and I'm a little fired up. And so I really want to dive into this. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and at the end of the day, we are all moms, all at the same time and never in the same order. (laughs) This is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Well, first we need to tell everyone to go follow us on Patreon. Heck yes. Patreon.com slash hi, my name is mom. Seriously, three bucks a month gets you the Gab Fest. And we only have a few more episodes left in this little chunk of season. Chunk of season? Why does it sound gross? It sounds like 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 vomit. Ew. I don't know why it said that. Don't let it (laughs) deter you. But we're going to still keep hanging out on Patreon this summer. Yes, we'll still be releasing our Gab Fest every week and probably... Uh, if I know us, we're probably going to end up throwing other random stuff on there oh, yeah. <laughs> this summer. So patreon.com slash hi, my name is mom. It's only three bucks a month. And then um, if you like it, tell your friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jen, do you have a strong opinion on this? Well, okay. I have a lot of opinions on this and I, I never even really thought about it until you asked me about it the other day, like uh-huh. just in a broad sense. I think there are generic fears that all human beings have, right? Yeah. And- like fire, drowning, you know, things yeah, like monsters that. under like the bed, preservation. Yes. The things that like, <laughs> so I look, I am actually scared of monsters under the bed. Have you ever seen little monsters with Ben Savage, Ben Savage, Fred Savage? Who was that? What so, Savage? One of the savages. So good. According to Google, the only two fears that we're born with is falling and was it darkness? That's a reflex. Oh yeah. Li- yeah. Reflexes. Babies are yep. born with a reflex yep. to yeah. grab on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, they do the startle reflex test. Which, the Moro reflex your, is that? Yeah, is that the, the gripping reflex, one? You're absolutely right. Oh, that might be gripping. Yeah, There's but that is for falling. Startle. That yeah. is from falling. Is that's why they grab. Okay, is if they fall, they if they if they have any sense of falling, they grip their little hands. So there's a startle that reflex right? that they do in the hospital where they're holding your baby and they uh-huh. sort of like, they act like they're going to drop them and they do not obviously, but they want to make sure Wait, that they, what did they do to Loxley? They want to make sure that they startle <laughs> like, like, you know, oh, and yeah, you, can't, yeah. you guys can't see me obviously, but it's, it's like they start, the babies are supposed to like kind of starfish their arms and oh legs. My gosh. Like I'm falling. Um, and I should know this because Charlie has been in um, primitive reflex therapy all year and I can't remember what it's called. Oh, the moral reflex is the startle okay, reflex. So the moral reflex, there you go. But it is like, it is a, is a real thing. So tell us. Okay. I'll tell this story. Tell us where this came from. And you know, I will, I will be completely just honest and open about where this came from, because I think it's important that we all have disagreements with our families from time to time. And so this is just a bickerment. (laughs) (laughs) I love it when Kayla has a bickerment she wants to talk about. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Because I think it's important. Like this is real life stuff. We all have bickerments with our family. (laughs) I'm going to say that word. That's going to be the title of this episode. It's the best. Okay. Fear and bickerments. So, um, my in-laws came in, we had a beautiful visit. We did a lot of fun stuff and we were sitting around the dinner table and my mother-in-law asked me, she goes, so is there any physical challenges that Loxley has? or any physical activities that you feel like she's behind in. And 
I just said, no, she's physically wise. She's been really like advanced, like since oh, early walking age. at nine yeah. months, yeah. very said, advanced. I said, the only thing that I see as her mom is she's a little scared of water. And I go, which is kind of natural for babies. It's something they have to kind of get used to. And I said, you know, when we tried to work with her in the pool, she was terrified. Like she had real fear when we were in the pool with her in Florida and she's great in a bathtub, like absolutely great. And so her argument was, well, she's been in a bathtub since she was two, two weeks old. I'm like, yeah, well, it's different than swimming. You know, taking a bath is obviously different than swimming. And I said, she just has a little fear. I said, she doesn't like to get in large bodies of water. You know, one, she's not even two yet. So it, it's going to be. She's entitled to her fear. She's entitled to her fear. Like how big does that pool look to and her? And she looked at me and she said, well, no kids are born with fear. It's a taught behavior. And I said, I promise you, I did not teach Loxley to be scared of water. Like I did not teach her to be scared of swimming. And it got a little heated and like she was upset that. Uh, apparently I've taught her to have this fear of water. <laughs> like, and so that discussion, it like really got me thinking because I'm going to mess my kid up in a lot of ways, you know, like we all do. Right. Yes. And, but at the same time, she naturally is going to have her own fears and flaws right. that come 100% for herself and her life herself. experiences. Yeah. I am scared. And and the follow-up was, well, what are you scared of? And I said, I'm terrified of spiders. Anybody that knows me knows I hate spiders with a passion. I will kill a cockroach. I will like pick up a mouse. Like I'm fine with all of that, but a spider, I am climbing on the highest chair or table. And <laughs> she goes, well, someone had to teach you that. And I said, no, I grew up on a farm. Like we, we saw bugs and spiders and everything all the time. She's like, well, your sisters must have chased you or something. I said, no, it is just something naturally I've always had a phobia of, which I think phobia and fears can be a little bit different. But um, I said, it's just something naturally that I've been scared of. No one taught me to be scared of spiders. That is just 100% Kayla. That's so, that's so interesting. Actually, And so, and so it, it started this Instead of like an enlightened conversation, it kind of started this little tension because I just you're I, like you're like I'm not teaching my child to be scared. Yeah, of things, at least yeah, not purposefully. I'm not teaching, and and I'm not and. and And to her defense, she knows that I don't enjoy getting in the ocean. I'm not scared of the ocean. I don't have a problem with the ocean, but I'm someone that would rather be sitting on the beach. That is my preference. It's not because I have a fear of the ocean. It's just, I prefer to lay in the sand. (laughs) That is just like, get all the sand up in me. Like, that's just my preference. (laughs) I actually have a fear of getting sand up in me. So I don't want it up in the crevices, but I, you know, what's funny. I'm exactly the same as you though. I'm scared of spiders mm-hmm. and similarly sharks. I'm okay. I'm scared of sharks. Yeah. Ty is terrified of sharks. Yeah. I've been swimming with sharks. Yeah. On I purpose. Will, uh-uh. I will no. get into a pool, but like I grew up with a pond and I'd swim all day in a pond. Yes, me too. But there's something about where I can't see my feet. Yep. Open spaces, wide open spaces where you can't see ahead of you, below you, around yeah, you in I'm like, 360 eh, degrees. I could do without. Yeah, like, that's, that's a phobia of mine. Yeah. But so anyways, did I teach Loxley to, at 22 months, be scared to swim in a heated pool? Like- okay, so I so I was I, I did say I have a lot of opinions on this, and you actually touched on it because 
I, my two greatest fears as a kid were sharks and spiders Mm -hmm. and they did stem from jaws and arachnophobia. I saw two movies when I was young and those definitely shaped. If I had never seen jaws, I'm not sure I would definitely still have a fear of open spaces. That's a phobia. That's a different, I feel like it stems from a different place, but the, and maybe not, maybe, maybe our psychologist friends would say that I'm crazy and that's not true that they stem from the same place. But for me, those two things were actually caused by outside stimuli. I remember them specifically. Well, and here's my other, here's my follow-up to that, like hearing that, because I think they're, like I said earlier, there's fears and phobias, but also like there's preferences, you know? And I think you can strongly have preferences. And I think at, you know, 22 months old, those strong opinions and preferences can come across as fear. So maybe I don't know if it's a legit fear, but it comes across as fear at 22 months old when you don't know how to express all your you know, feelings, you have a lot of big feelings, you don't know how to get them out. And so I don't know, then as you say that, then I'm not really sure that spiders are as much a fear of mine, because if I was on fear factor, hello, Joe Rogan, I would, I, used to, <laughs> I played, what's that shuffleboard ones with him? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, um, I'm, you guys know, I love to Google stuff and I can't wait to wait. Oh my this. God. <laughs> Corey's so, our researcher over no, there. The, like the, the, if I was doing fear factor and, and I had to have like spiders crawling all over me, I would probably prefer that to cockroaches. So n- I don't know. I don't know now. See, I I'm would never even out. be on fear factor when that you show used to be on. I, I would be like, there's no way I could never be on this show because I also hate worms. I'm not scared what? of worms. I hate worms. Okay. You're not scared of them though. No, you but I don't like them. <laughs> oh, mom, I didn't do that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I have well, got that to if you have Corey. to eat them or you just in general. So here's the thing. I love to go fishing, but I made my dad bait my hook since I was a little girl. Cause oh I don't want to, I don't want to put the worm on the hook. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's okay. So Corey, funny. what are you like over there Googling? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll read you something that I think will be interesting for you okay. to hear, but just my, before I was Googling this while the girls were talking, this is so us. <laughs> yeah. Like if you want to know us in a nutshell. Corey's quiet over in the corner. <laughs> researching. She's using Google. I'm using Lexus Nexus. <laughs> She's the good kind of keyboard warrior. <laughs> uh, but my initial thing was that I do think that some fears are innate. Yeah. And I also think that there's that nature versus nurture thing and both have a very strong pull. And I know from the time, you know, I had, Radley, you know, almost nine years ago that he could feel my emotion and would react to my emotion. So my Mm -hmm. initial thought was, well, I wonder if there was some kind of an association made, even if it wasn't you making her fearful about the pool. Like, could you have been upset about something at the same time she was near a pool and it just, which I don't necessarily think is it. Yeah. But that was like the place my brain was going was like, I know kids pick up on our emotional state. And it's crazy because I even think a newborn baby. I mean, I remember going through some hard stuff when Rad was just a few months old and I would be on the phone talking in a calm voice. Because you like didn't could, want it to. Yeah. Yeah. We were giving he her cookies it. in the pool. Hey, it's fun. This you is would a think, fun thing. Right? Like we yeah. were trying to do all of the fun. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. in the pool. You get a cookie. I am on psychology today. Okay. Looking at an article and it's basically saying that from an evolutionary perspective, like our ancestors had the same fears that we currently have. And a lot of that has to do with keeping ourselves safe. Most common fears, snakes, bugs, mice, bats, heights, and water. 
And what do these have in and common? Not fire? They That's are actually dangerous. Surprising to me. But then this is interesting. It does say that fear is adaptive because it pr- protects us. So if mm-hmm. you encounter something scary, you're going to be scared of that. But it says in one study, 77% of mothers of children who were afraid of water said their children were frightened the very first time they were confronted with a right. pool or lake. I was like water. That is such a typical toddler fear. And it says the farther away you live from an ocean, the more likely you are to have a fear of water. In another study, they tested kids over and over for years to determine what kinds of fears they had and what happened to them later. They found that kids who had fears of heights when they were younger were less likely to fall and get injured later because the fear was built in and was protecting them from falling. Yeah. So there, there's a lot going on. The self-preservation instinct. It was also, I was also reading this thing about this study they did where they put plexiglass and to see if a kid would step off of what looked like a cliff. Most kids wouldn't, but I swear like my kids would just tumble down the stairs. I feel like Loxley would. Yeah. She would definitely, like we, and she, she is, I will say a fearless toddler. She does things all the time that are completely dangerous. Like all the time she jumps off of things at, I will say that's probably one of the negatives of having a nugget is like it. They think that's a couch for anyone listening. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. The nugget couch couch. because they get so used to the comfort of being able to jump off things and climb and then fall and they don't get hurt that she thinks if I climb on the coffee table on the back of the couch and then try to jump onto the counter, I'm not going to get hurt. Yeah. But that's not. Well, and also she probably watches her mom crawl up on counters all the time because I've been doing that (laughs) since I was a kid and I forget that it's weird because you and I are both like that is so five feet tall on a good day. And so it's like (laughs) since we since I was a kid, I've been crawling on counters and I think nothing thing of crawling on the counter. Anybody who's had a glass of wine at my house has seen yeah. me crawl on the counter to get a wine glass. I'm not sure why you keep your wine glasses up that high then. We should probably pull them down. <laughs> Those are more important than being on the top shelf. There you go. Oh my God. But I, to answer your question in a way that answers like sort of the way you felt about it. Yeah. I think it came across judgmental. Yeah. It's judgy. And I think it's really hard when you're as a mom. And I think that it's easy to forget as you have a kid that's grown. And I think she probably just didn't realize how that made you feel because we judge ourselves constantly. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Even that, uh, the, the trending sound that's like, you have little kids for four years. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Oh my gosh. You know what? I literally started to make a reel about that. And then I was like, screw that. Same. Cause I'm like, (laughs) you know what? Seriously, screw that. Yep. Because first of all, I we know, get our kids only, for more than four years. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, we get them. You know what? Rad's eight and a half and he held my hand all around the zoo today yep. oh my and gosh. just wanted mommy, mommy's attention the whole time. That reel made me feel like crap. It angers me. I think, okay, so here's here's my thought about that reel. Because when I first thought about it, I was like, oh my gosh. That's how I felt oh at first too. And then it pissed mm-hmm. me off that it made me feel that way. Yep. Okay, but here's the thing. I, I think there, it is more uncommon to have a mom not realize that she only Correct. has four years of yes. like the toddler state. And they're not yep. saying you only have kids for four years. They're what they should say is they're only toddlers. Like, for, well, there is a very real shift that happens around five. I do yeah. think that's true. And all of a sudden you're like, gosh, they're kind of a big kid now. They don't have that babyish thing. Yep. Yeah. But as parents, you are so aware that you're putting away the three T clothes and getting out the four T clothes yeah. or the what, like from the time they're zero to three months, you know, but you're like, so hyper aware anyway. Thing. I think the audience that they're trying to speak to is deaf to that reel. Like, I don't think that that yeah. audience is, it's not going to click to them. If you are a mom listening to this and that broke your heart, just be mad at it instead. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, I also think that it's really difficult to realize when you do have time 
You know, just like how you could have a really traumatic childbirth and still want to have more kids. Yeah. You kind of forget it's the it's the lens of time that you're seeing things with. And it's really hard to remember how long those days are and how it, what it made made me do. And what a lot of we've talked about this a little mm-hmm. before when people say, like, grab on to every minute. And you're like, but sometimes I just need a minute. Yeah, sometimes. And I think that if that made you feel bad, then you don't need to feel bad because if it made you feel bad, you are a mom who You're is very aware of time. That's what I was saying. I think anybody that needs to hear it is deaf to it. I don't think yeah, it's going right. to process to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my go sister over posted head. this, just this original status like years ago. And it really always spoke to me. She's like, there are 936 Saturdays between the time your child is born and the time they leave for college, make the most of them. And I was like, wow, that's actually, that really is nice because it puts everything in perspective. It's like, you have all this time and it's not looking at it like a negative thing. It's like, Wow, it's like yeah, really fast Saturdays. I know Jen and I are a little different in this because we like Jen. You have said to me before, like, oh, there's going to be a last time I put my kid down, oh, and yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. wrecks me. But I also yeah. have like t- Teddy has I decided try not to think about those things, though. Right, exactly. Like, I don't because think you, about them consciously, but right. I do know someday I will set my child down and yeah. not pick him up again, and that is horrifying. It is, isn't it? It is. And then, and then at the same time, your giant child is hanging on you, and you're <laughs> like. Stop. (laughs) I took so much, like, I loved so much moving Ava. She's 12 and a half and she fell asleep in our bed the other night. We went to Chris Jansen and I picked her up out of the bed and laid her on the floor. And I was like, she's heavy. I mean, she and I are like this, you know, not that far apart. She's creeping up on you. So I'm like, dang, right. She's like a big girl. And like, I lay her down. I'm like, oh my God, my baby is not a baby. But yes, I got to pick her up one more time. And that, that was a tangent to say that I think that you're like, I think your mother-in-law probably forgets how, when you have little kids, you feel, you are so hyper aware because we feel every, I mean, she's still literally nursing from me five to six times a day. Well, and you're very aware of like her behaviors are direct result of my behavior. I already feel bad when I see my negative traits in her. Yeah. So like telling me that I taught her a fear, it's like coming after me. Well, 77% of moms said their kid was afraid too. And it was the first time around water. Oh my so gosh. I do not think it was your fault I'm, in any way, shape or form. I agree. And I will say all of my children have had different like comfort levels with the water. I have bathed with all of them since the week they were born and right. their umbilical cord stumps fell off. Right. Yeah. And all of them had a fear of water. And all like, and you were there. I even had Loxley on a boat when she was 10 weeks yeah. old. When yeah. You guys were there. Like I've not kept her from no. these things. Like we we're water people. We do. Oh, and you're going to come swim with me, right? You're going to bring Lo- when you get yeah, back, yeah. Come, come bring Loxley. And yeah, we want to, yeah, we, well now we have to do a swim. Lessons. Well, and Teddy <laughs> goes and swims with me every week, but has, has this new fear of the bath, which is weird to That's me. That's weird. I know. And I had yeah. to really, all of a sudden she just like, was like crying. With her? No, uh, uh-uh. and, but she's always loved it. And then all of a sudden she just was screaming and maybe because you're not in the bathtub with her. Cause now you're in the pool, in the pool with, her. with her. But last night I bathed her and I just had to work really hard at like, Oh, this Elvis duck is talking to you. And like, I just had to <laughs> yeah. really put on the, you know, the That's entertainment so and then she was fine. Okay. Aww. So I, I want to shift to the second part of this. When you look at your kids, can you identify the flaws that like are innately theirs and the ones that you feel like you, I can identify fears that I have probably, helped instill in them. What about like, you know how each kid has something that they struggle with or something that attitude wise is like 100% them. Do you ever see yourself in a negative way come out and like 
Or do you focus on that? Do we have to just learn to let that go? Like, cause this is new for me. I feel like Loxley at 22 months is just now becoming a person versus yeah. a baby. Like she's becoming this little person. So you can only do some, again, I will go back to the nature nurture. Mm -hmm. So I do believe that you could take a kid who is genetically not related and they're going to pick up a bunch of traits of where they're raised and vice versa. You could take a kid who's raised by an adoptive family and they're going to have traits from their family they're genetically connected to. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I wasn't even talking about like genetics and, and biology. I just mean like. Her being so close with me every day. Well, so Ava is kind of a mini me. And I mean Uh that in, if we're giving her an Enneagram test, like she is, (laughs) Is she really (laughs) the definite person who is not going to take shit from anyone. Yes, she is. And I, I find myself, I'm looking at her going, oh my God, you're so me before you like learned at all how to temper your your opinions and your like, you know, whatever. So I tell her, I'm like, you have to be really careful how you say these things to people because, and you know. Sometimes I have no filter and I don't care. And yeah. I know I have no filter and when I don't have your, a filter. Like, little Enneagram but too yes, over here that yes. I'm like, Jen, you hurt my feelings <laughs> but, again. But other times I'm like, I'm not gonna say this. I'm not gonna put myself in a position where I feel opinionated. And Ava is learning that. So it's interesting to see her be like, well, I just told him I'm, I'm not blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, you gotta have a little bit of tact. We gotta learn some tact, you know? Yeah. So I see her having these like, I, th- these like traits that are more me mm-hmm. and yes, I do have to. And then I see some of our other kids, like Mason straight up has a ton of Adrian traits. Like he is a germaphobe clean freak and his room is spotless all the time. He's eight by the yeah. way. He's the kid that's up at five forty-five, dressed with his teeth brushed and waiting downstairs for me to get my ass out of bed. And so I think kids have those things. They're like, that's just their personalities. But I there's do, only so much you can yeah. screw them up as much as there's only so much you can make them it's who you so want true. them to be. I was going to say, because there's a lot of bad parents out there who have raised really good kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why you have to take some of the pressure off of yourself. True. I have three children. I know Jen knows this. They are so uniquely them. Mm-hmm. And I raised them the same. Yeah. Like I might've been in a little different headspace or maybe had more right. experience as a mom, but I raised these kids ultimately with like the same amount of love, the same amount of attention and all of that stuff. And, and they are totally and different. And just as importantly, the same sort of moral code, Yes, which I think is because none of us really, when you really drill down, right. None of us really raise our kids the same because we're in different places. Like you said, right. Like, right. And your first kid and your second kid, and your third kid, whatever there. But in the, in the sense that we instill in them the same kind of virtues and morals and, you know, hope they're like sort of ethical, the way they live, like compass. an ethical life. Yeah. They're yeah ethical we're raising compasses. good humans. Yeah. yeah. Well, the main difference I can see with my kids has less to do with how I'm raising them and more to do with rad was an only child for five years birth order. And he was, yes. And so he was always this super chill, cool kid. And when we had Sebastian, all of a sudden he was like, I need attention. I need attention. I need attention. And he'd be like, mom, look at this. Well, walk a walk a walk And I'm like, what is happening? And that has pretty much continued ever since we had Sebastian. And then Bash is so chill because he's always had Rad needing a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. And Rad to this day is like, you know, he just, it really kind of shifted something for him because he was old enough to recognize and remember a time when he had our full attention. And sometimes that's a little heartbreaking. Oh my gosh. For me. So I have to have a kid immediately before well, Loxley knows better. I, I, I don't know. I really we, don't we know that there's a right this, way. But I right. do think there is something to having them close together if you can. And if you can't, you can't. And who cares? You know, they're going to be yeah. fine. Yeah. 
You know? And then uh, like my, my kids have gotten increasingly chill. And I think it's because they have had a mom who doesn't have hover as much. Yep. And then they also have each other that they like, you know, they're just used to more noise, yeah. more chaos. I'm also interested to know from you guys, if you had fears as children that you feel like you got from your parents or that were just there because like Ty snakes and sharks. And I'm not sure that he had an encounter with a shark that should have scared him. He probably but he's scared of Jaws. Them. Let's ask him. So all of us, <laughs> you know, you, yeah. know to be, you know, to be completely honest, this makes me want to call my mom because I don't know anything she's scared of. Like, yeah, I don't actually know what my I, mom, I don't I mean, know, I know right. what her worst and fear is. And that is losing someone. I think, right? yeah, but I, I don't was know. Say, losing children is probably my mom's yeah. worst fear. Yeah. But All moms. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I honestly could not tell you something that she is scared of. I know. I don't, I don't, my mom is and, not scared of so roaches. Weird. She's yeah. not scared of spiders. She's not, She's scared, not scared of sharks that I see. Yeah. It's weird. Some of those. That's She's weird. You guys, we really, down. We I know re- that oh, really fire is like, and, and I don't know that it's a fear like for her and her personal body. We should space. call our moms and see what their fears are. Cause I don't know. My mom, mine is either I know. Hey, mom. Yes. You're on the podcast. We're recording right now. And I have a question for you. Okay. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kim. Hello. Um, <laughs> honest question, because I don't know the answer to this. What is there something that you are genuinely scared of or afraid of or have a fear of? No, not really. That's, a That's mi- what she your said. Your mom's yeah. a badass. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't think of, because like, I feel like dad has like scared, like what's something dad's scared of? Heights. Heights, yeah. Oh, yeah. Say, so is my dad. Yeah. But spiders, yeah, I knew that. Oh, so maybe, maybe Sharon was right. Maybe my dad taught me to be scared. Maybe so. (laughs) But I was like, I can't think of anything that you've ever had a fear of or anything. So that was my, that's my only question. Thanks for answering. You are welcome. All right. Love you. I'll call you (laughs) five times tomorrow. Bye. (laughs) One thing that does really hit home for me is that I know that rad felt my anxiety during the pandemic yeah, that carried over to him. And I feel really guilty about that. I actually agree with you. I think that kids pick up so much on our energy. And I do think the pandemic specifically, that that's the thing that was so scary to me in all of this, because here I am as a mom and I'm looking at the CDC's data, right? For the top 10 mortality, like causes of, of death in kids, right? And the number one is accidental accidental deaths, drowning, yeah. you yeah. know, like car accidents. Number two is suicide. Wow. In kids age five to 14, the number two cause of death was suicide. It's oh awful. My God. Wait, what's number one? Accidental deaths. Okay. Like not, drowning. But then beyond right. that is all yeah. these other things, you know, whether it's cancers or heart yeah. conditions or whatever, but COVID was like number 10 for kids. Out, yeah. out, of, out of all these things, yeah. by the way, it may have been kids seven to 14, but still Either way, that for the number two cause of death in our kids to be suicide was such a startling realization for me. And I learned it at the very beginning of COVID. And I was like, you know what? I'm not doing it. I can't feed into it. Even if I believe 
I believe it's right. a serious situation. I don't want my kids to have that because it, I, you don't know how many parents I've talked to that, that feel the same way you do. They, it's just, they feel like their kids got that. A well, my, I mean, Radley, he, I think he internalized a lot of the stress yeah. and he was having, you know, he was five and six and he was having like daytime accidents and that was so, so out of nowhere. And he actually ended up developing migraines. And the doctor told us that she has so many kids who developed migraines that are triggered by stress during the pandemic. But oh. what really broke my heart I mean, the three of us have lots of varying views on lots of things, but Ty and I were very like big on, you have to wear your mask, you have to, and it's almost like I wouldn't change the way we operated, but when we did start to be at a place where masks were coming off, Radley was literally scared of the air and he was yeah. putting his hands over his face going, mom, no, talking no, through no. His mouth, talking and through and his that oh horrified me and broke my heart. And it's again, there's no right answer to this. Well, you don't there's know no in best, the moment. It's very hard don't, to make I mean, that call. He sees me Clorox and groceries. Like what is he supposed to think? He's right. scared to touch things. He's scared to breathe the air. And so that is a place where I really did see my fear carry over. And the other thing that I'm curious about, and the reason it, I asked about you guys and your fears as children is because yeah. I was a daredevil. I mean, not only like physically, like I would jump out of a plane. I would like, Hey, pick up this bug in Africa. Cool. Fine. But I also was very risky in my career decisions and all of that stuff. And I feel like my, my parents were always very like, Hey, no great reward comes without risk. And now I feel like I'm such a fearful parent that I'm like, Oh my God, don't jump off of that. Don't wrestle with your brother. Oh, we can't do that. Or we're going to fall. Or what if he falls down the stairs and I can't decipher how much of that is still my like postpartum anxiety. Wait, cause that's what I was going to say. That's probably still just the parenting anxiety. But right. Wait, is Kate, is Katie older than you or yeah. you? Old? Uh, Katie's younger than me. So you're my the sister. oldest. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting that you say you were the daredevil though, because from a birth order perspective, Brooke, let me, let me explain that a little yeah. more because I don't think I was naturally a daredevil. I was a goody two shoes, but yeah. I was in the TV world where I was on this production where we would travel like crazy. And it's almost like I was such a pleaser and such a goody two shoes that anything they told me to do, I would do. So I'm like F 16. Cool. Right. We're going to turn the engines off and do a like no engine. We're going to flip around. Great. Great. Cool. Because there was something in me that was like, a, if it's in a TV production, like I'm not going to get hurt. Like, I'm sure it's safe. B, I was just <laughs> like a kid who listens and wants to please, but that kind of carried over into my adulthood where I was like, oh, a, a TV producer wants me to get into a swamp with alligators. Sure. I right. mean, so I don't know how much of it was what, but I mean, I really was never scared for my own safety. Well, those are things I think where you have adults in positions of power telling you they're okay. And they probably yeah. are. I mean, just, I mean, but I mean, I write, I right now would go like, oh, can't you want to go rappel off a mountain? Well, that's sure. probably learned behavior, right? Because you spent your childhood yeah. doing these things. And that's right? fun. Like the yeah. thrill seeking, I'll go zip lining. Totally. I'll go, I, I don't like heights that don't, I, I'll, I'll go zip lining, but I want to be hooked into something. I'll jump child, off anything. You weren't doing things that was, that were truly putting your life in danger, like doing right. drugs, sneaking out no. in the middle of the night, catching no. rides with strangers. Not that kind of thing. Yes. Oh no. I, if anything, I'm like, okay, Me let's too. drive Hugs, cautiously. Yeah. What? Let's drive. I said hugs, not drugs. <laughs> I was the kid who, as all of the 16 year olds are piled into a car, I'm like, can we slow down a little bit, guys? Let's turn yeah. the music down. That was, that so, was me too. And, mm -hmm. But then I feel like as a parent, I'm so fearful me and too. I don't want to helicopter. I want to be like, heck yeah, let's go do this ropes course and let's go. And then I have this fear in my head of like, what if someone's not clipped in and they stay? Like, I am trying so hard uh, right know. now to give my kids a little bit of, of space. And, you yeah. know, Ava has a phone. I can track her real time where she is. Yeah. And I'm not going to say too much because clearly we live in a time where people can track you. But I, I have allowed my children to 
go somewhere without me. It's maybe yeah. an eighth of a mile from our house, maybe a fourth of a mile. I, they ride their bikes. Yeah. I can sort of be, I know where they are and they're in a group, big group and they're not allowed to leave the group. There's like six or seven kids that are all between the ages of like eight and 12 that are going. Right. Yeah. And I have started allowing that because I feel like they need the feeling of having some freedom and responsibility more than I need to have my eye on them 24 seven. And the same goes with like, you know, I mean, you guys know we talked about this a lot. Adrian and I have completely started dating again in a meaningful way. I mean, we go out at least one night a week, if not twice. And I leave Ava and or Charlie home with Evelyn and Mason. And that adult responsibility that they've had, giving them that sort of breadth, like, like the giving them that opportunity to spread their wings has been so pivotal. Well, my mom used to just let me and my sister go. We lived on a busy road. And I mean, we would just, when we got home from school, we would just go on our bikes and we would come home at dark. Right. Mm -hmm. No one could track us. Right. And so I'm trying to figure out how much of it is just this world we live in where we're just just so immersed in media and you see all the bad things daily. It's a real thing. Well, and just a matter of like, you know, on social media and on, on news apps, you're just, you see all the bad stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. So I kind of feel like that, bleeds into our psyches in terms of we're just fearful. We're more fearful. And so then- Because we have more information. We have more information. We're just like the worst case scenario is always going to be what you hear about, whether that's a reel that's gone viral or it's a news story that's trending. Okay, let me tell you this. I have been on about 23, 24 cruises in my life. It's my preferred method what? of vacation. I've never been on a cruise. I absolutely love You've it. You've never been anything. on a cruise? No, Listen. but my 35th birthday is this Good. year. Good, well, we're going. Because <laughs> let me just yeah. tell you, there are booze cruises. There are cruises that are families that are just Petri dishes. And then there are really nice high-end cruises. Okay. <laughs> I like petri high-end dish. cruises. Lots I want a Petri dish. What is it? Petri dish? No, it is oh, Petri okay, dish. Yeah, I, thought, I was like, did I say that wrong? No. <laughs> yeah, they're like germ. They're like germ factories, but not all of them feel that way. And there was there was a story, you know, about the little girl falling off the top of the cruise ship onto the deck like and dying. And it was her grandfather was holding her. And ever since that story, I have never taken my kids on another Wait, cruise. He was holding her and she fell. Yeah. He she apparently leaned against what looked like a glass window. Right. Like was leaning. And he it. thought it was. Yeah, he thought it was closed. It was open. The window was yeah, open. It's a horrible story. I don't oh even, because it's like a yeah, grandfather. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to go into it. But yeah. I, but that is enough for me to be like, now cruising and heights have become massive fears of mine. I wake up in cold sweats in the middle of the night and cruising was my number one vacation choice. And now since out. you have kids. Data Alive has done deals with Carnival. I mean, we've cruised for free. Like we love cruising. Mm-hmm. And so it is just bonkers to me that yeah. I cannot take my kids. And I would go in a heartbeat with y'all, yeah. but I would probably not take my kids for a long time. Well, I don't even like it when Ty's holding one of our kids near a railing. That, yeah. Like he's tall. Like I, I have so much fear, you guys. We so have much a fear. catwalk in our house. And oh, yeah. I struggle when I'm like holding Loxley and sh- like John's in the kitchen and she's yeah. like, daddy. And she wants to lean over. Yep. I'm like literally clenching her. Imagine if that was like, f- like six, oh, seven, eight, eight nine, I 10 decks it. down. Oh, when we yeah. looked at houses, Ty yeah. thinks I'm crazy, but I'm like, I am. I'm never going to sleep at night if that's at our house. I feel the same way about pools at home. 
Yeah. yeah. Because I'm like, I, Kayla. I'm sorry. I just cracked my knuckles. <laughs> I didn't you were absentmindedly it. doing it like. I was. I, I brought my anxiety out. It's, it, yeah. It did. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. 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 So but that kind of fear is the kind that I almost feel like I need to be in therapy to get over because yes. I can't, I, I can't live my life in fear that something is, I can be reasonably cautious, yeah. but I can't live my life in fear that my kid's going to ride their bike down the street. It is a version of PTSD, right? There is a trauma that happens, whether it's to you or an external trauma, like to someone else that you've sort of taken on. And and you do have to work through that. Well, I think that there is a certain amount of PTSD from the media you consume and also the pandemic. So it's like this combination. And then there's the postpartum hormones that are just in like there. So I feel like- like constant reoccurring hormones. I really would keep getting pregnant. Yes. (laughs) Or like that, the roller coaster I'm on, of like I'm a year out of having a baby yeah. and I'm, my cycles are starting. You're in so, the trenches of it. Yeah, it's awful. And I just feel like I'm fearful and I have anxiety and I'm like, what is the matter with me? I used to be so cool. I, I still think <laughs> you're cool. You're I think very you're much cool. cool. Thanks, I think guys. you're really cool. I, I feel a lot better after just like talking about this because it was something that, one, I don't like conflict with anybody and it got heated and I wish it wouldn't have, but I'm just like. I think well, it's it, the mom judgment that, that feels I'm like, I did not teach her to be scared to of water. Right. Like, well, and then you took that on and there was a part of you that was like, did I? Yeah. Started yeah. To question and so yourself. I wanted to talk about it because yeah. I'm like, this is exactly what I feel like we are fighting every single week when we come in here. Yeah. These, these fears that we have as mothers, these judgments, these conversations, these constant battles, that is why we're here. Right. Yeah. You know, because we're not alone in this. Yeah. We all have things. And I just, I'm really curious I'm really curious if we have any listeners that are professionals in this industry, what they're going to weigh in on. Well, and I want to talk to the cool moms. Like, how do you, You Jenny Shulo, man, our friend, Jenny Shulo, her kids are skateboarding all over the place and they're like always doing the coolest thing. She is a cool mom. Okay. You know what? Like if someone had a trophy for being a cool mom, I, I think she she went yeah. Jenny you win yeah she can does we, we're gonna can give we Jenny be you a, when we grow up can we give Jenny a trophy can we like I'm pretty sure she's a lot younger one. than me but can I be you when I grow up <laughs> I want to give her a trophy for the cool mom trophy but but if you're a mom who has let go of that can you tell us how can you have like a, a program for us please we would really love for you to weigh in seriously these are the kind of topics that I feel like uh, we're all on the sim- on a similar page Jen you're probably the coolest of the <laughs> That is what hysterical. are you saying? My sisters. Sorry, are you're really cool laughing. too, Kayla. My sisters are laughing hearing you say that. Uh, you know what I was just like, thinking about? Uh, what about me? What about me? I was just internalizing Kayla, you're this. so cool. Where like only spend? a tiny bit less cool than Jen. I have a rock wall in my house. <laughs> you do have a rock wall in your house and you once duct taped your child to the wall. I so that is really sadly. cool. Thank I will. I, I do think that you are more chill than I anticipated as a mom. I actually, in a good way. Mm-hmm. In a good way. Like yeah. you are like, Hey, yeah. I remember like Charlie, which is Ava's son, like carting Jen's son. Carting, I'm sorry. That's okay. Ava's son. Did I 12. say Ava's son? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie was carting Loxley around when she was just a few months old. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I will say though, I think I'm more relaxed than I thought I would be. Yeah. But I, this is going to sound crazy. I will say that relaxedness. Is that a word? Relax. Let's make it one. Yeah, whatever. That (laughs) trait, I will say that is a gift from all the babies I've lost. Yeah. Because I told myself 
the I know what the worst can happen, and this is not it. So I am not gonna let it like control me. Yeah, I That's love really that. Smart. You're like, we're good. We're happy. We're, we're good. Doing we're this. happy. We, yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna That's choose awesome. happy. Awesome. And you are an amazing, amazing mom. I think you know that, but I think sometimes you need to hear it. Yeah. You are an <sighs> amazing mom, Kayla. Mm. You're an you amazing know, mom. I feel That's like. So sweet. I feel like there's so many amazing moms because if you are the type of mom that is just constantly like, like doing things for your kid and like you love your kid and you're constantly choosing what's best for them, even if that means sometimes like giving yourself a minute to like do something for yourself so you can be the best version, as long as you are trying to be that best version of you for your kid, like I think, man, I don't really think there's much more you can do. To circle back to what you were saying a minute ago too, we should tell people where to find us and where to comment on this episode. Yes. Cause I always think yeah. we direct people places. We're like, tell yeah. us blah, 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 blah. Where do they go? They should go to I Instagram. Think, I think they should go to Instagram. Yeah. Hi, my name is mom official on Instagram. Yeah. DM us. Yeah. Drop a mess. Actually the we best place a, isn't even DMs, but comments on the post. Yeah, for the we episode. have a post for every single episode that comes out. So find the post comment and yeah. we'll get back yeah. to you. And Thanks don't for miss listening. An episode. Make sure you subscribe. Yeah. Click the plus button. Because here's the thing. We, typically post about our episodes, but we have why I wines that come out every week as well. And we don't always post about those. Yeah. And if you subscribe to our channel, you will get those are my favorite. You guys are so funny. The why I wines are really funny. Yeah. So So, thanks for listening. We Um, love you guys. Yeah. And, and all your fears and flaws. (laughs) You're perfect. Just the way you are. (laughs) You're perfect. Mom. Today's episode is brought to you from The Russell, a historic East Nashville boutique hotel whose mission is to give back to the Nashville community. As of 2021, Mission Hotels have donated over 100,000 meals, showers, beds, and supplies to those experiencing homelessness in Nashville. Visit missionhotels.com to book your experience today. Your name is Mom.